Welcome everyone to this episode of Christian Historical Fiction Talk. If it's happening in the world of Christian historical fiction, we are talking about it here. I am your host, author Liz Tolsma, and I'm so glad to have you along for this episode. As I said before, if it's happening in the world of Christian fiction, we're going to be talking about it. So today we're going to be talking about a very exciting recent event in the world of Christian fiction in general, and that was the announcement of the winners of the 2020 ACFW Carol Awards. Now, if you aren't familiar with ACFW, it stands for American Christian Fiction Writers. It's a group that's been around for a long time, since around the year 2000, I believe, and it boasts several thousand members now. Every year, they host an annual conference, and it moves around the country, usually try to stay somewhere between Denver and Nashville and somewhere between Minneapolis and Dallas in that area. So it's close to the center of the country for a lot of people to come to. Anyway, ACFW is a wonderful group. I know many of the people who started the group who were original members. I was member some 200 and something way, way back when. And so I've been with their group for a very long time. They do an amazing job. They have online classes for authors to help teach them the craft and to teach them marketing. They have email groups so that authors can connect with other authors. They have critique groups so that authors can hone their skills. They have local chapters for writers to meet, to get together, to discuss issues and topics and to help each other again to become better authors. And I think the world of Christian fiction is so much better because of this group. They really have helped to raise the standard of fiction in the Christian market over the past 20 years or so that they have been in existence. I think we owe a great debt to this organization for the quality of Christian fiction that is out there today. Of course, 2020 has been a very unusual year with COVID and everything that's been happening. And unfortunately, ACFW had to cancel its in-person conference that they have every year, usually the, about the third weekend in September. And they went virtual this year. But they still did hold their Carol Awards. Now, the Carol Award is one of the awards that they pass out every year to authors. And the Carol Award is for the best book in Christian fiction in several different categories. And even though the authors were not able to receive their awards in public or to give their acceptance speeches at the banquet uh, at the end of the conference, as they usually do, they did announce the winners for the ACFW Carol Awards recently. And I am so very excited because so many of the winners this year were historicals. So I thought we would take this episode and go through some of the winners from this year's ACFW Carol Awards. And hopefully this will give you some really good 
books to read going into fall here. And if you haven't read some of these, I will highly suggest them. I have not read all of them, but I have read some of them and I have heard of most of them. So let's start off with a straight historical category. And the winner of the historical Carol Award in 2020 was Memories of Glass by Melanie Dobson. And I think many of you who follow historical fiction are going to be familiar with Melanie Dobson and may have read her book, Memories of Glass. It is one of the ones that I have read, and it was absolutely outstanding. I can definitely see why this book won the Carol Award. This book is based on true events that take place in the Netherlands in 1942. As war rips apart the country and the Jews are being sent off to labor camps, two friends, Josie Van Rees and Elise Linden, partner with a few daring citizens to help rescue Elise's son and hundreds of other children as they await deportation in a converted theater in Amsterdam. What Josie and Elise do is they have this nursery that is set up across the street from this theater, and the children who are getting on the nerves of the Nazi officers, they say, well, why don't you bring the children over to the nursery and we'll take care of them until it's time for their parents to leave and then we'll give them back to you. And meanwhile, Elise is working over at the theater, writing down the names of these children, except she's not doing that. She's erasing the names of many of these children. And when their names are erased to the Nazis, they cease to exist. And then Josie is able to help get some of these children out of harm's way and out of the country. This is split fiction, so it's not straight historical, but it did win in the historical category. So 75 years later, Ava Drake begins to suspect that her great-grandfather, William Kingston, was not the World War II hero that he claimed to be. And he heads up the Kingston Family Foundation, and Ava, his great-granddaughter, is the director of it. And her work leads her to Landon West's Ugandan coffee plantation. And there, Ava and Landon discover a connection between their families. And as Landon's great-grandmother shares the broken pieces of her history, they find this coming together and discover that the powerful members of the Kingston family will do anything to keep the truth buried. This is an amazing book. As I said, it takes real-life events that happened in Holland in 1942, and it intersperses it with this story that takes place 75 years later in Uganda. So it has a very unique setting for the contemporary part of the book. I thought this was a very well-told story, both parts, both the historical which Melanie is known for, and the contemporary. And so flows together. And at the very end, then you see how all of these pieces 
connect and how these fragile memories, memories of glass, are preserved because of Ava and Landon. So I think the accolades that are coming for Memories of Glass by Melanie Dobson are very well deserved. And congratulations to Melanie on her win the ACFW Carol Award in the historical category. The book that won for historical fiction was The Sky Above Us by Sarah Sundin. So we have another World War II book that has won a Carol Award in 2020. This is book two of three from Sarah's Sunrise at Normandy series. Now, book three is also out, which is The Land Beneath Us. And that is another book that I feel is going to be up for Carol Award attention in 2021. But before we get too far ahead of ourselves, I have also read The Sky Above Us by Sarah Sundin. And I have to say, again, the Carol Award that went to her was very, very well deserved. Now, this Sunrise at Normandy series follows the Paxton brothers. There are three brothers. And before the books even start, there is a huge blow up between these three brothers. Something really happens that shakes their world and it affects all three of the brothers. And in the sky above us, Lieutenant Adler Paxton is numbed by grief and harboring secrets. And so he ships off to England with a fighter group. He's determined to become an ace pilot, battling the Luftwaffe in dogfights in the skies over France before D-Day invasion. He meets while on base a young woman named Violet Lindstrom who is serving the American Red Cross and she helps to arrange entertainment for the men of this fighter group on their base there in England. And she also sets up programs for local children. And she's drawn to Adler. She and Adler are drawn together. And she enlists his help with her work with these children. And she urges him to reconnect with his family, with his brothers that he's had this estrangement with. And despite himself, Violet really starts to work on Adler's heart. And it starts to crumbling. But D-Day is starting to draw near. And secrets can't stay buried forever. It's all going to come out and it's going to affect everything. And if you read all three books in the series, the first one was The Sea Before Us. Then this book that just won for historical fiction is The Sky Above Us. And the book three is The Land Beneath Us. And these three books about the Paxton brothers just dovetail together so beautifully. You can read them on their own, but I think you would really enjoy it if you read all three together. And then you can see how they dovetail and how at the end of book three, everything comes full circle and you find out exactly what happens to each of the Paxton brothers 
and if they can ever make peace between themselves and how they really kind of almost interact with each other on and around D-Day. So congratulations, Sarah, a very well-deserved win in the historical fiction category. When I decided to do this podcast and talk about the Carol Awards, I didn't know if I would have anything to talk about besides the historical and the historical romance categories. That means I was very pleasantly surprised when I found that there were several other historical books that won in other categories. And the first one was in the novella category. Now, novellas are short stories and very quick reads. They're usually around 20,000 words, especially in these Barber collections that this year's novella Carol Award winner was part of. And that's the Runaway Brides collection. The novella that won is called The Groom She Thought She'd Left Behind by Darlene Panzera. And this just sounds very, very fascinating. The whole complete collection sounds really good. And the premise is just very interesting about these runaway brides. And The Groom She Thought She'd Left Behind takes us on a journey with Emily who has second thoughts about marrying a man that she has never met before. And so she flees from her wedding. Except she doesn't realize that the man who helps her escape is actually her bridegroom. So this is a really fun little story. I personally have not read this one, but it's getting rave reviews from everything I've read. And it's in a collection you definitely want to take a look at because Vicki McDonough is also part of this, as are several other well-known writers. There are seven stories in here, very short, quick, easy reads. We know that fall is a busy time for a lot of people, but you'll want to check this one out and especially pay attention to The Groom She Thought She'd Left Behind by Darlene Panzera. It's the winner of the 2020 Carol Award in the novella category. So congratulations, Darlene, one I'm going to be reading myself. I was very pleasantly surprised to find out that the winner in the YA or young adult category is also a historical book. And so I went in, I had not read this, I have not heard of this before, but if you're looking for historical fiction for a young adult or an older teen, then you might want to check this one out. It just sounds completely intriguing. I'm just like really excited and I think I might have to pick this one up myself as well. It's by Nadine Brandis. B-R-A-N-D-E-S. Nadine, I hope I am pronouncing your name correctly. Now, this book is sort of a take, another spin on the mystery surrounding the supposed disappearance, maybe not death, of Princess Anastasia in the 1917 revolution in Russia. Remember, there have been lots and lots of stories that even though Tsar Nicholas II's entire family was killed by a firing squad in, I believe it was 1918, 
that his daughter Anastasia was somehow saved, somehow rescued. And there were stories that were popping up even in the 1920s that there were women who were claiming to be this Princess Anastasia. Now, it's been disproven that any of these were Anastasia. In fact, there has now been DNA evidence to confirm that Anastasia did indeed die with the rest of her family in a forest in Siberia in 1918. However, it is still a lot of fun to think about, well, what if she had escaped? And in this book, Anastasia Romanoff has a single mission, and she's supposed to smuggle an ancient spell into her suitcase on her way to exile, and it may be the only way that she can save her family. But the leader of the Bolshevik army is after them, and he's hunted Romanovs before. Anastasia's chance, she has this choice. She either has to release the spell and deal with the consequences, or enlist help from Zash, the handsome soldier who doesn't act like a regular Bolshevik. She's falling for him. He th She thinks he even might like her. That is, until she's on one side of a firing squad and he's on the other. And this is getting a lot of great reviews. And it's the perfect blend of history and fantasy is how one reviewer describes it. So it's something that definitely would appeal to a YA audience. And the book is a full-length standalone YA novel, and it includes a special bonus chapter and even has discussions for book clubs. So if you know a group of maybe high schoolers who are homeschooling right now and looking for a good book club book, I would highly recommend this one. It's fascinating and very intriguing, and it has a new spin on a very old premise. So that is Romanoff by Nadine Brandis. Might be one that you would want to check out. So congratulations, Nadine, on your Carol Award win. And finally, I was also very pleased to find out that the winner in the debut category was another historical fiction book. So we have lots of historicals headlining this year's Carol Awards. Now, Shadow Among the Sheaves by Naomi Stevens. This is her debut novel, and it's a very interesting premise as well. This is an allegorical story of the biblical love story between Ruth and Boaz, and yet it is set during the Great Rebellion of 1857 in Britain. It's at a time when Britain's Imperial influence in India was sparking clashes on both sides. And it's during this time that Rena, who's an Indian woman, marries a British officer. Now, her officer husband passes away, and Rena decides to follow her British mother in law back to England. And so you can kind of already see the parallels here between Shadow Among Sheaves and the love story between Boaz and Ruth in the Bible. Once they return to Abbotsville, Lord Barrick tries to help them, 
And he's torn between the demands of his reputation and his increasing love for Rena. I love the way that Naomi takes the biblical story and transforms it to 1857 England. Such a unique time period, such a unique setting, such a unique way of telling this story. The love story between an Indian woman and a British officer. And more than that, more than that, it is the story of an Indian woman following her British mother-in-law back to Britain at a time when this may not have been very welcome at all, just the way Ruth may not have been very welcome back in Israel. So you can see it's very allegorical and just sounds like a very beautiful book. Again, this is going on my ever-increasing to-be-read pile. And that is Shadow Among Sheaves by Naomi Stevens, the 2020 Carol Award winner in the debut category. So congratulations, Naomi. Well done for your first full-length novel. So just to recap then, the winners in each category, you can also find these books and links to them on the show notes, which are on the podcast website, which is christianhistoricalfiction.buzzsprout.com. So there will be links and more descriptions there for you to check out all of these books if you didn't catch them. The historical fiction books that won Carol Awards at the 2020 ACFW at home conference, I guess you could call it. In the historical category was Memories of Glass by Melanie Dobson. That was a split fiction between World War II Netherlands and present-day Uganda. In the historical fiction category was The Sky Above Us by Sarah Sundin, which takes place on an airbase in England during World War II, just around the time of D-Day. Then in the novella category, part of the Runaway Brides collection was The Groom She Thought She'd Left Behind by Darlene Panzera, which is a woman who's about to marry a man she's never met and runs away from her wedding, except the man who's helping her to escape is her intended bridegroom. Then in the YA category is Romanov by Nadine Brandis, which is a historical slash fantasy retelling of the fable about Anastasia Romanov, princess of Russia. And finally, in the debut category, we have Shadow Among the Sheaves by Naomi Stevens, which is an allegorical retelling of the story of Ruth and Boaz set in 1857 England. If you haven't read some of these books, you know you're going to be getting quality because they have all won awards. I have read some of them. I am familiar with others. Others are new to me and are going on my to-be-read pile. Another great thing about the Carol Awards is keep your eyes open because very often these books that are winners will go on sale after the Carol Awards. That's just a little hint. I am looking right now at the Amazon listing for Shadow Among the Sheaves, and I do see that it is on sale. I'm going to pick it up myself 
And I would suggest that you keep your eyes open for sales on some of these books if you're looking for a good deal on really quality fiction. So one final congratulations to Melanie, Sarah, Darlene, Nadine, and Naomi, who all won Carol Awards for their historical fiction books this year. That's going to do it for this episode of Christian Historical Fiction. I want to thank you so much for joining me. Just a reminder that all the show notes can be found once again on our website, which is christianhistoricalfiction.buzzsprout.com. And also be sure to check out my website, which is liztolsma.com. You can find out more about my own historical fiction, about some other historical fiction that I'm promoting, as well as more about the podcast. On the next episode, we are going to have a fabulous interview with an author that I am so excited to introduce you to. Many of you may already know her. Many of you have probably already read her books. And if you haven't, you should. I'm not going to spill the beans, but I'm going to ask you to join us next time for that interview here on Christian Historical Fiction Talk. (music) 